0: You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. I'm Earl Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for May 11th. Once upon a time in Hollywood, there was a filmmaker who strove to make memorable, impactful, fantastical movies. Movies filled with suspense, action, special effects, and monsters. He wanted his films to be entertaining, respected, and above all, remembered. He managed to succeed well beyond his expectations in one of these areas. His name was Edward Davis Wood Jr., and he has gone down in history as the creator of some of the most panned films in all of cinematic history. And his self-proclaimed greatest film with the highest budget and his highest profile star was first seen by the world on May 11, 1955. Its name was Bride of the Monster. Ed Wood's Bride of the Monster actually began life as a pitch for a film called The Atomic Monster, which was announced in a July 5, 1952 issue of Hollywood trade magazine Box Office. From that moment until its eventual public release in 1956, the film went through more changes than Lon Chaney as a werewolf. Script changes, cast changes, the use of multiple studios, even adding producers to shore up Wood's finances and get the final film out of the processing laboratory. The story of the production is in many ways a far more gripping tale than the actual film itself tells, as fully documented in the book Ed Wood's Bride of the Monster by Gary Rhodes and Tom Weaver. The book includes multiple quotes, photographs, and anecdotes, and is a wonderful source for those seeking a deeper understanding of the making of the film. Let's start with the positives. The Bride of the Monster was intended by Ed Wood as a vehicle to return Bella Lugosi to his former superstar stature in Hollywood, and there is ample evidence that Lugosi felt that Wood was doing his best to make that happen. He was the star of the film and had one of the most memorable monologues in his career with his I Have No Home speech in the film. The initial first screening at the Paramount Theatre in Hollywood on May 11, 1955 was not an actual premiere, instead it was billed as a testimonial benefit or charity event to help Lugosi, who was at the time receiving treatment for alcohol and drug addiction at LA's Metropolitan Hospital. Ed Wood and Lugosi's son made short speeches at the event, and the film did gain Ed Wood entry into the Screen Directors Guild. On the not-so-positive side, the film was Ed Wood's biggest budget project, reportedly costing over $70,000 to make. In the end, Wood could not afford the financial costs to the film lab working on the final print and had to give up all his remaining financial claims to the movie to producer Donald McCoy in order to get the film released at all. Accusations that Wood somehow stole the infamous octopus prop from Republic Studios have been claimed by some, including in the 1994 Johnny Depp biopic Ed Wood. This claim is widely refuted by several people directly involved in the film. And while it was meant to help relaunch Bela Lugosi's career, it was both his last starring role and his last speaking role on film. Lugosi passed away in August of 1956. While Bride of the Munster was still being shown on a handful of screens, Bride of the monster may have been panned by critics and relegated to matinees and drive-in double features almost since its release, but it has had an impact. While it tends to get edged out of list of the top 50 worst films of all time by Ed Wood's more famous Plan 9 from Outer Space, it has been lampooned on Mystery Science Theater, had homages from Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea to Family Guy, and even had Lugosi's famous I Have No Home speech turned into a YouTube challenge. It may not have been famous in the manner that its creator intended, but it does live on. Perhaps meddling in God's domain with enough pride and ego does bring greatness after all. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for May 11th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment.